0: forgot how this works go on
1: well welcome guys uh, we've uh, we've got part two of the summer special of the weigh end, guys so i uh, hope you're ready for it we got no it's, no not, really, it's
0: not really a part two it was your well, part one and the Euro's your... finished <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> now this is a i'm gonna call it the pre-season summer special though you know like we're just getting yeah. warmed up yeah. uh as you can hear jimbo give us a shout my man how's things
0: it is it's good to be back boys back in the hot seat Hot opinions, hot facts, lukewarm yeah, we football.
1: Well, we got a lot more Premier League, a, less, a lot less international football. Baker, give me a shout, my man, over in Didders.
2: All right, Daniel, how are we doing? Oh,
1: not too
0: bad, mate. Fucking Ellison, you
2: don't kidding. sound very excited to be back. <laughs> I, know, I am. I was just, I was just thinking to myself that like, I feel like we were meant, there was meant to be a part two of the Euro special, but then something happened that I don't want to talk about, and we didn't do it.
0: I think we all got to, I was just too pissed and then it then it ended oh. and then I didn't want to talk about it. Like, I, I think But
2: like yeah. the office the office at work was it was more depressing than if someone actually died on Monday. People yeah. like people were hanging and just fucking
0: sad. I'd actually, I'd actually so rather someone the office. died, I think.
2: I'd <laughs> I'd rather someone I didn't
0: know died than someone I didn't know. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't I mean, want, to, I wouldn't want to sacrifice a member of my own family. But someone statistically, else someone probably did die on that day in the world somewhere. Possibly.
2: But I mean, <laughs> uh, if I could bring them back and sacrifice them again, I would. Uh,
1: so we're going to have some, obviously some chat about Premers coming up uh, and, you know, what we think of our clubs and a uh, few new acquisitions, a few, uh, well, a managerial appointment and Baker, yeah, you, you give me the zero, pal. It's the same <laughs> old, same old at Newcastle. But we wouldn't know anything else, would we? If we didn't have Baker complaining about summer. What would this podcast even be? I'll tell you
0: what, it's a fucking good job we don't get equal time on this podcast, isn't it? Because it'd just be fucking ten minutes of dead air
1: from Ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't even be dead air. There'd be about five minutes of dead air of him just huffing like <sighs> and there's like, you know, probably a good five minutes of fucking Ashley. Oh. Brucey i mean he's he's got his hands tied up. Mm. Anyway, right Baker. I, I saw a little little thing which I which I you know messaged you about and uh, Aaron Ramsey to to Newcastle, right? All hope on that, right pal? You, who wrote that? Someone got paid to write that word. I, I looked it up it
2: was the telegraph that that said that. <laughs> telegraph. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. And anyone who believes that, mm. need, oh, fucking hell. Needs looking at cuz that is
0: just isn't he on, like, fucking £400,000 a week at Juventus, is something? He's on something ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous wages.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. he got him on a free, didn't they? So they just banged his wages up to whatever he wanted, so...
2: Yeah. Um, and he's playing in the... I mean, he might not start every week, but he's going to play in, you know, Champions League and all that. I doubt he'd throw it away to start, <laughs> to start every game with John Joe Shelby Somehow, I don't think that'll really sell it to him. Yeah,
1: but, he's... You know, He's been here, he's done England. I don't think he's going maybe, to the maybe North just, East maybe, anytime. any time.
0: Maybe he just loves the industrial North you know. Maybe that's <laughs> I heard, what it is. Yeah. I've heard he's a big fan of it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Loads of things to, to sell about Newcastle, isn't I've,
2: I've actually heard it. he's been lit with Gateshead as well, yeah.
1: <laughs> Jimbo, I think one of the biggest things that's obviously happened amongst well, all... Let me
0: points. guess what this is.
1: No, 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 no! I'm not going straight in on that, mate.
0: Oh, okay. Give right, us, well.
1: give us your like, you know, give us your two pennies worth of of Nuno. What did I say on the the, the season finale? I think Nuno would be a good signing for you guys, and
0: yeah, it's come yeah. through,
1: right? What do you think?
0: And um, I actually listened back to that episode the other day. Um, not in a not in a kind of mas- masturbatory way, but you know, <laughs> just because you mentioned it in passing, and I thought I'd give it a listen. Um, and my opinion at the time was I'd love to have him as Spurs manager, but not right now. So I guess technically I was still right because he wasn't Spurs manager right then when it, it took us fucking three months to appoint anyone. So
1: went for about 20, 20 candidates or something like that. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of fans are a bit disappointed
0: with the decision. Um, just purely based off some of the names that were being thrown around before that, such as Conte and, Nagelsmann and Eric Ten Hag and people like that but I'm pretty happy with him to be honest I think I think he get he's had a bit of a bad rap for Wolves last season um, but obviously kind of ravished by in- injuries and it was kind of forced to play a very defensive style of football having looked back on his kind of work at Valencia and was he at Porto for a while? Was it Porto? Yeah Yeah um, kind of Free flowing attacking football. So I don't know what to expect, really. We'll see. And we seem to be making some nice movements in the transfer window. So, what, hoovering up uh, basically all of Atlanta's players? Oh, <laughs> mate. Atlanta, yeah. Wicked. <laughs> Love it. Get um, Ramiro in, mate. Sign Ramiro. Atlanta.
2: Atlanta. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Atlantis, going to be mate. MLS, mate.
2: Yeah, mate.
1: <laughs> There's the first balls up of the new one, isn't it, mate? You can have me for that. <laughs> i uh, that one
2: up. <laughs> Baker,
1: what do you think of Nuno, mate?
2: I think the weirdest thing I thought about the whole the search was just they they managed it so poorly in terms of that like everything was played out in the public eye. So What I assume- the
1: fuck was that about, honestly? Like, that is just shambolic to be honest in terms of PR standards and yeah, come on
2: it was just it was just bizarre the fact that like every single person was like approached in public the offer was public and then their reaction was public didn't really help uh but I think Nuno's solid yeah I
0: don't I don't think he's he's not the most
2: inspiring choice he could have had but
0: I don't well, maybe think- that's what we need you know maybe that's what we need after the Mourinho kind of train wreck is someone to kind of just balance the ship a bit and and get us back on track
2: but I'd say the most important signing that Spurs have made this summer would be the director of football they've got, Paratici from Juventus. Paratici,
0: yeah, and you pronounced it correctly, mate.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: glad <laughs> you didn't ask me to
2: try and pronounce that.
0: <laughs> Pat Richie. <laughs> Pat. <Ritchie.
2: laughs> oh, good old Pat Richie. Um, yeah, no, I think he's 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 an important he's an important figurehead to get. I think the movements you've already been making in the transfer market. Sort of proved me he's he's definitely doing what he knows and going back yeah, to Syria a lot. Yeah. But the but um the reaction of the re- reaction of the Syria A watching public to like for Romero that sent about your link with.
0: Yeah. Apparently apparently he was one of the best defenders in Italy last year. He was officially the best defender in Syria A. Yeah. So yeah, I mean he was um yeah, got the award not, and everything.
2: It's not all doom and gloom, despite there's a massive fucking elephant in this room, though in there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, boys, you've segued into that beautifully, haven't you? Um, Mr. Richards, what do you think of, yes, we're going to say it, Mr. Kane and his uh, not turning up, did he not turn up today as well? And know he didn't turn up, turn up Monday, Tuesday. No sign of him yet, no? Jimbo, as our resident Spurs fan, come on, give us your two pennies worth, mate.
0: Well, it's obviously the fucking news of the summer, isn't it? It's 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 got Sky Sports frothing over it at the bit. Every day there's a new kind of slightly reworded headline about it. Um, I, I and I also I also think a lot of other Spurs fans have had the opinion changed on Harry Kane from the last couple of days of what's happened. He's always kind of given off this air, and a lot of stories you've heard about him are him. He's kind of this upstanding professional. Um, toes the toes the club line you know he's gone through the club at at the youth level and come up and he's a local boy and his family all support spurs so to go and do something like this is a bit of a slap in the face i think particularly when you think about how much spurs fans have backed him over the years considering we've won no trophies but spurs fans will back him and say he's the best striker in the world and we've
1: always to be fair through all the bloody injuries as well
0: Mm mm-hmm Exactly, mate. Exactly. Like, if he'd have gone to the Euros and snapped his ankle, the club would have stood by him. And, and I feel like it's just a bit of a slap in the face and he's almost kind of tarnished his legacy. That's not to say I, I didn't blame him for wanting to leave because I think a striker of that quality and that calibre does ultimately want to win things. Um, I just think the way he's gone about it, potentially even starting with the Gary Neville interview, which was when was that? The end of last season.
1: Yeah, that was just before the Euros, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. About a week before the
0: Euros started. And to go and do this now, you know, two weeks before the season starts, wouldn't we've got like twenty-eight days left this transfer window? I think something like that, and it's probably not enough time to bring in a little replacement. And it's just, to, I, I to play people.
1: devil's advocate, Jade, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. in terms of the situation with Levy, he said. That he had a gentleman's agreement. I know, yeah, it's not in writing, whatever, whatever. But what other way can he prove to Levy that he is fully serious about leaving, rather than if he came back in, towed the line for the last three days, was in training. Levy just thinks, yeah, it's fine. There's no pressure on me. I don't have to sell him. Like you said, there's 28 days left. I can probably ride out, even if even if he, you know, kicked up a fuss in the media about it. Like,
0: yeah there's a couple of things I'd say in response to that. And it's all based off stuff I've read via media outlets, basically, but re- reputable places. So the athletic reported that there was never really a gentleman's agreement in place. Um, another outlet I read said that, um, there was a gentleman's agreement in place, but the gentleman's agreement basically was if a club comes in with the right bid, we'll let you go. And I'd argue that a club hasn't come in with the right bid yet.
2: Mm. Did he, I mean, it depends It depends whether or not in that conversation clarification was made on right bid. Yeah. Because I
0: and doubt... And let's be
1: honest, the snake that is Levy, I doubt it was.
0: you also got to look at... Um, so I don't know if you guys know this, but Harry Kane's agent is his brother. Yeah. Charlie Kane. Yeah. Charlie Kane runs a sports representation agency where Harry Kane is his only client. Yeah. And he has this fancy office with all these pictures of Kane on the wall and stuff like that. And obviously, has no experience transferring his representatives because Harry Kane's never had a transfer. Loan? Well, yeah, he had loans when he was like 17, 18, But I doubt Charlie Kane was his agent then. Um, but also, the fact that two years ago, Kane signed a six-year agreement with the club that had no buyout clause. Yeah, you can't two years into that six-year agreement say, "Don't want to do this now." You have to honour that or you have to put in an official transfer request, which he hasn't done yet.
2: It's a pretty bold strategy, that sign a six-year contract and then go, nah, (laughs) don't fancy anymore.
0: I want to win stuff, so see ya. I mean, my thinking is like, I think he might have fucked himself a little bit because going back to your point, broom, like about how Levy is such a stubborn person, if if he goes on strike now and doesn't train and Man City decide not to raise their bid and not come in with a higher bid, Levy, being the spiteful, stubborn guy that he is, renowned as being, uh, we'll probably say, right, you pay with the under-23s for the rest of the season and, and you can kiss your Premier League record goodbye.
2: But he's not in the wrong. Levy's, Levy, I mean, like... no. I get, I get that, I get that Levy's got a reputation to be difficult to deal with and penny pinching or whatever. But I don't believe that any chairman in any club would deal with this differently. No, it doesn't. It's not. It's not a. It's not a symptom of Levy's personality that he's being he. He's vindictive or whatever. You've got your you've got your prize asset, going on strike. You don't. You, you can't bow to that, can you? Because then, I mean, what I mean, what sooner sooner or later, well, something's got to give, and the cards are all stacked in Levy's favour. So. Yeah. Why, would he, why would he change?
0: I mean, if you look at like Grealish, who's obviously been in the news a lot with this transfer to City as well. He turned up to train on a Monday morning at Villa. Ericsson yeah. famously wanted to leave the club for over a year before he got his transfer. He turned up in every game and he's trained. He was professional about it. I just think Harry Kane now is really in danger of tarnishing his reputation as, as a professional athlete.
2: I'd say that this sort of stuff does get forgotten. It does, it, it may well, sorry, forgotten's not the right word. It gets downplayed at the end because mm. this, this has happened tons of times and you don't. It, it never springs to mind as the first thing you remember about, about a player. I mean, I remember stuff like, I mean, like Andy Cole in the 90s did shit like this all the time.
0: Mm. I say like, oh, all the it's time. Just, <laughs> it's just not something you expect from him, I think. I think that's why people are so taken aback by it. Yeah. I think
2: I, I genuinely think that as you say, he doesn't have experience of moving. And I think he, he fundamentally misunderstood the machinations that would need to take place for this to actually happen. Mm-hmm. I thought he must he must have thought, I'm not calling him stupid or anything, but I think he must have thought this would be really easy. You know what I mean? Uh,
0: to be yeah
1: to be fair, what Jim said's right. No offense, but poor representation. He's not—he's not, a, he's not a, a football agent, and that's what a lot of people were saying on Talk Sport. This is really just b- bad representation. Why, if you, in your mind, Harry Kane, are thinking, you know, I don't want to be here when I'm in my, my, my mid-thirties if Mourinho doesn't work out, why do you sign a six-year contract? At the end of the day, like you said, it is poor representation. But I am always on the player's side in, in most in most respects. So I think, at the end of the day. It, the or the players the power's with the player all the time at the end of the day like yeah levy might um you know play him in the under 23s but is he really going is he, if for example tottenham uh second in january with nuno is he still going to continue and just go yeah yeah you're not you're not playing you're not playing you know with potential that he could come in nah i don't know yeah him. Mate, I mean,
0: send him to the send him to the under 18s mate.
1: Nah, I don't believe only the
0: under tens <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean
2: it's something you'll give at some point i think but i don't i don't see i don't see why I don't see why Levy would change anything about this situation it might it will damage the club on you know, on a football level, having your star asset miserable moping around the place, not doing what he wants to do, sure, but I think you can probably live with that.
0: Yeah, I think to toxicity is a dangerous thing. There, I think once it once it gets into the into the bedrock of the club, it's a, it's a very difficult thing to get out. And, Look at Özil and Arsenal.
2: Yeah, and I, as Dan says, I think that it might be it might be that he spends a couple of months in exile, then thinks, "Fucking hell, I want to play football again." But then he'll just say, "Fuck, it, I'll play, I'll play. I don't, I don't want to leave anymore. I'll come, and I'll play yeah. again."
0: Remember, like, mm-hmm.
2: remember, remember Tevez, right? Remember Tevez when he refused to come on. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, that's him, he's finished. And then at the end of, back end of the season, he came back in because they needed him, he played, It's all fine. He left in the end, but that sort of thing, it'll write itself for a minute. I think Yeah, it's I just think, it's another It's another first story that's playing out horrendously publicly. And that's yeah, not, yeah. not... You're not wrong. It's, and it's not the club's fault this time.
0: Yeah. I think... I
1: think um, go well, on. I was going to say, I think the only way that this works out for Harry Kane in Harry Kane's favour is he has to go full Diego Costa and he literally has to just batten the hatches down. You know, like, you know, Costa, when he wanted to leave Chelsea, that was it. He flew to South America and that was it. Gone. Like, you like, used to, you get me back to Atletico Madrid or nothing. I'm not coming back. So... Why is Kane going to fly? To yeah, you no, know, mate, Kane's going to Brighton and that's it. He's, he's going down to, you know, he's going to his holiday home in Cornwall. He's like, right, call me where, when Man City have made the bid. Hey, imagine
0: the headlines there. You imagine the headlines, Kane to Brighton.
1: Don't <laughs> drag go, him out. Hey. Drag him out of a i got that 50 million from Ben White. Maybe they're just throwing a few
0: players in there. Yeah. I mean, just just... Just to like just to like round it off a bit, I do think I think we spoke about it in one of the last episodes of or the maybe the Euros episode. We had some speculation on whether he'd leave or not. Um and I think I said, or one of us said, I think he'll have a look at what's happened at, you know, Chelsea this season and City and you know, seeing that club from just five, six, seven miles away across London winning Champions League. Um and then I think off the back of that, just put my tinfoil hat on for a second. Uh, when Mourinho got fired, there was reports that he went back to the training ground the next day and dished out some home truths to the players. Now I Mourinho, can't help, yeah. I, yeah, apparently. And I can't help but think that one of those was probably, Harry, you've got to leave this club if you want to win trophies. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't
2: take a fucking scientist to work that one out though, really. No. If he needed Mourinho no. to tell him, I'd worry about him to be honest. No, yeah. Oh, shit, really? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Th- oh.
0: Thanks, thanks, Jose. Yeah, cheers.
2: cheers <laughs> I remember that scene That scene in the documentary when uh, Jose is like, I will make you a star.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's what... I think it goes back to that. I think you saw his face kind of like... He really, like, bought into that, I think. He did. Probably I mean, the reason yeah. he stayed that season and didn't kick off.
2: I mean, he's, he was winning... He was winning Golden Boots already at that point. I mean, I'd argue where... I don't know where this you're pretty much a star already, man. Like, relax a bit.
0: Yeah, I guess it's. I I do you want guess. a statue or do you want trophies? Mm.
2: Yeah, that, that's the thing. I think the stat the statue's off the table now, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where, where you put it on tottenham of road, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we find a space, mate.
1: On to the next big transfer saga of the summer, which is Jack Grealish to Man City, and a according to Sky Sports News 59 minutes ago Manchester City's bid has been accepted and he will have his uh, his medical on Thursday so what do you think of that boys? I think
0: I think the the signing of Danny Ings is I think that writes itself I think he's gone
1: but for me I don't understand it what I mean I don't understand a lot that Pep's done so you know I, I, I can't but, can't really comment, but they need a striker, don't they?
0: Yeah, I understand it from City's perspective. Or yeah, opinion.
1: yeah. They need a striker, don't they?
0: Yeah, but then I guess, like, why the rappers have 10 Lamborghinis? You can only drive one at a time.
1: <laughs> well, that's exactly proven my point. You've already got a seat, uh, you know, a cam already there. Like, you know, you've got De Bruyne, you've got Bernardo Foden. Silva. Uh, what's his name? Sterling. Uh, Mares, Foden, like... How many more players do you need in that position? I don't know. Like that's
2: you know that Guardiola has a sexual fetish from the mid-
1: midfielders.
2: doesn't Yeah,
0: he? so he's obviously going to play. I mean, I don't really get the point of your argument though because he fucking won the league. So I mean,
2: also, I mean, <laughs> I, thought, I thought this exact same thing when they won Mares. I thought, but I think another aspect you could think of it is getting all your ducks in a row. They basically you can pick the best Premier League players from other teams, doesn't matter if they fit, they've all got to come for the big, the Man City Galactico project, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, uh, I mean, also it'd be interesting to see if he can hack it because it yeah. be, because Grealish has been in, a, been in a, an environment for however many years, which is completely centred around him. He is the catalyst for everything good they do going forward. He's their captain, he's the local lad, he's, they they love him a bit. It'd be interesting interesting to see when he goes to Man City. He won't take De Bruyne's parking space, will he? So yep. it'll be interesting to see how he how he manages to fucking survive. But then
0: again, I hope for hundred million. He won't turn into a uh, Donny Van Der Beek, to be honest.
2: Donny Van-, Donny Van Der Beek hasn't forgotten how to play football. He's probably no. still quite good. Mm. But it's, it's just-, just Ollie doesn't give him a chance. He's just a fucking table ornament, doesn't do anything. Yeah. Paperweight. Team viewer, mate. Oh,
1: no. Oh, <laughs> um, oh, <that>
2: so, <laughs> so funny.
1: Um, in terms of uh, Grealish, I personally, I think, mate, the amount of pressure he was under in these last Euros, and he performed, like he, he yeah, came through with true. big performances week, like, you know, I was just say week in, week out, but, you know, day in, day out, sort of, you know, three-day gap. Like, uh, yeah, I, I don't think he'll have any problem at all. Like going to your city, I think I think he'll you know I think he'll smash it.
2: Yeah, and to be fair, he'll be surrounded by better footballers, so the chances that he's laying on a plate for someone. Yeah, they'll yeah. probably score him. Score him more often. I don't know. Um, I mean, so Dan, I forgot I forgot to flag this at the time, but you were talking about Talksport earlier. I just want to put on record what absolute fucking whopper went on Talksport. To talk about the Kane situation, and then insinuated that Daniel Levy wanted big money for Harry Kane because simply because he's Jewish. Yeah, was it? one person did. Yeah, someone called in for that. I think it's just another top-notch, top-notch representation of English fandom because we're doing really well.
0: The I minute, mean, aren't we? I mean, the world,
2: the world loves us. I mean, really It's really all, do,
0: almost worse than the actual statement itself, though. Both of the hosts failed to call it out and say anything, and they just let it slide. Did they not? Which is almost was, worse. Who were the hosts? Making. I'm not sure actually, but I know the I know the club have they've started an official official investigation into it. So hopefully they get fucking slapped to the fine or something.
1: Before we let Baker absolutely unleash on some England fans, uh what I've just read here 19 minutes ago, complete U-turn. Well, I don't know, it seems like a U-turn. Uh Lukaku and now apparently 17 minutes ago on Sky Sports has asked Inter to accept a Chelsea bid so he's uh, apparently between 94 and 102 million when their uh, uh, chairman so that's it. this morning I was reading he basically said nope I'm happy in like I'm happy to train and now a day later well less than 24 hours later he said I mean I'm just reading off Sky Sports so I shouldn't read too much no, into I, it but I'm enjoying this breaking news aspect it? <laughs>
0: yeah man it's like we're live
1: yeah, in it, right?
0: Um, uh, it's no. Milan, mate. Right? They've,
2: they've, they, their owners might have like the weirdest reaction to winning a trophy ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they win the league and then they're like, right, we're done here, no more. And then... yeah. Budget cuts. Oh Conte, you can fuck off. Oh, you want Lukaku? Yeah, okay, he's gone as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, you want, buy you asset? Asset. You want
1: to buy players? Nah, no. can't do that. Oh no. How, much, how much is it for? How much for? Well, apparently Lukaku said. I asked them to accept it. They've had a second bid rejected at 85 million and apparently between 94 and 101 will convince uh the 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 chairman. What is this like 100 million summer or something? Uh, fucking ridiculous, isn't it? Fucking
2: team of sitting there sweating away,
0: isn't it? Fact like there's no pandemic. Yeah, time.
2: I I thought I thought I thought the pandemic would really fuck it but apparently.
0: Yeah. Apparently not. I can't, um, I don't I can't, understand that move too much though. I don't I think, after I think, having, after, that, after it, having spent 70 million on Tino Verna last summer, and
1: to have I think links it's just with the a Abramovich move ever.
0: No, I'd, but then if I was them, I'd I'd, I'd settle with what you've done. You have just won the Champions League. I'd bring in some reinforcements. I'd hold out next summer to, to get Haaland. Maybe. No.
2: Maybe. I mean, it's a. Bit... <laughs> He's a pretty big reinforcement, though, isn't he, Lukaku?
0: Yeah.
2: I think. I think. Yeah. Lukaku, you can't have been sitting there as an Inter player seeing all this shit play out and be like, and think, oh, this is where I want to be. This club's thinking forward. So if, mm. if he's get if a ball now, get him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope it doesn't come off in a way because um, I think, I think he, he gets a lot of stick in this country for no fucking reason. I was quite enjoying him just smashing him in somewhere else and making everyone look making everyone look cheaper. Mm. I have my own you opinion. opinion, opinion, opinion You've you yeah. got to
0: wonder about Inter though, haven't you? You've got to wonder because like... Ugh, Lukaku and Hakimi were probably their two biggest names in that squad yeah um, and they're both now potentially gone well Hakimi's already gone you do wonder about what everyone else in that squad will be thinking
1: yeah and when I you see I... a leader like Conte leave like
0: Conte as well yeah it's a good point
2: and I think Lautaro La-Tara Martinez has been linked with Atletico Madrid and, and a ho- whole host and of other teams. Yeah, no, I saw Arsenal on there. I was like, yeah. I was like you're dreaming, sorry.
1: <laughs> um, so one other little thing, as James mentioned, was Villa signing Ings, which I think, yeah, like you said, paves the way for Grealish. I oh, was fucking blue, that. Yeah. Also, they're saying uh, apparently they're going to go, Villa might go after Cantwell, you know. Um, oh, yeah, Camp- Cantwell. Yeah, yeah. Knowledge. They're saying saying that obviously after that's been accepted I mean they're going to have absolute cheddar to spend aren't they I read Todd I thought it was really good Same man I think
2: They've spent really well Already they've spent really well Villa They've got Ings Ashley Young Buendia and Leon Bailey from
0: Leverkusen Leon Bailey's a fucking shout man
1: Yeah he's great He's he's, going to be really good Bailey but I'm also just a little bit apprehensive that when clubs sometimes do this especially clubs that have only just got promoted and like they have a massive investment how's Dean Smith going to meld all them players together fair play if he can but I'm always like a little bit skeptical when they you know when they make so many signings in one sort of window trying to get all them players to play well straight away it might be sort of one of them where it gets to christmas and it, they all click eventually I think
2: yeah there's there's definitely that aspect to it but I think Dean Smith now is not he's not going to be completely reliant on one player I mean I'm fairly sure he wasn't telling them to be reliant on Grealish it just sort of worked out that way there's mm-hmm. not going to there's not going to be this sort of like gravity well in the middle of the pitch just pulling it towards Grealish I mean it's going to be interesting because Buendia is a fucking player as well Like
1: one one thing I would be a little bit apprehensive about is are them players you know the um what's the oh, the Triori, is it the yeah, the la- like tri- him and like other lads? Are they going to get as much space now? Grealish hasn't, you know, everyone swells to the middle of the pitch in terms of like you're tr- trying to take him out. Are they going to get as much space? Sort of thing. Is it going to be more of a an operation to try and break the team down? I guess.
2: Yeah, it'd be interesting. Just be interesting to see. And they've lost. Um, they've lost tactical mastermind John Terry's left their backroom staff. So yeah. I fully expected to all go to shit now. <laughs>
1: um as i said a couple of minutes ago we now this is the point which we let baker go absolutely ham on some of the uh the england fans it was on upon his request uh after the absolutely abysmal scenes as we said we didn't really want to talk about it too much after the game but uh three black players missing penalties and the absolute just disgraceful behaviour of England fans after it. Baker, I'll let you take over, my man. What do you think? I mean,
2: I'll keep I'll, I'll keep it short because I <laughs> think everyone knows what happened, everyone saw it. Mm. Doesn't mean to regurgitate the same thing, but it was just there's so, there's <laughs> there, there there is a sort of reckoning that needs to happen between this team and the fans. And the fans need to look at themselves. I know they won't, it's pointless to say. But if you're a player playing for England, I've always felt they've had a slightly tenuous relationship with the fans. It never feels the same way that you look at a smaller country, like a smaller, in inverted commas, country with less pressure. And you and just like, seeing Scotland, for example, sort of shit shithouse a nil-nil draw off us and now we're fucking loving it. Just being, just supporting the fucking team. If you're Sancho or Sterling or, or Saka, you think, why the fuck could I bother? I'm not playing for you. You know what I mean? Like, You don't. don't, it's hard to put, it's hard to put into words how annoying it is. And I do, it's hard to sort of keep yourself in check sometimes when literally the whole world wants you to fucking lose because you're England, which I can, which I can completely understand. But now, I mean, I mean, can you imagine if we'd we'd won, it would have been absolute, it would have been fine. But then the next time something like this happens, it just comes out straight away again. And especially because that Marcus, Marcus Rashford, um, Muriel, Muriel, mural thing it's just down the road from where i live and so people would have been already on the night thinking oh how am i gonna how am i gonna channel my anger about this fucking football result which is a game of football at the end of the day i'm gonna go and dis- disfigure a fucking painting of someone fucking hell
0: anyway in, that's in all. your own hometown as well like yeah Oh, fucking hell you're either I mean, from from that area or you're travelling across Manchester to just like to just like vandalise a fucking mural of a football player like yeah, sad and the, isn't it? it's sad
2: a mural that was put up because of that football player's work to try and get kids fed yeah you know I mean it's not because he scored a million goals for Man United it's because he's actually trying to do good with the status and money that he's been afforded yeah man. I, mean, god, I mean god forbid that fucking hell eh
1: well, yeah. anyway that's enough nah, <laughs> a, few little, a few little positives from it though is the response was amazing that people covered up the mural and you know like you know put, put really lovely messages and stuff so fair play to all them people and you know yeah. and also what came out yesterday I think it was was that um, players are going to continue to take a knee uh, during the Premier League this season which is like you know what fuck it I love that like after yeah. all of that that's gone on they still went nah you know what? Fuck off. Like we're still doing it after, let's be honest, Tyro Mings and players, you know, most people probably already understand on this podcast. We're all pr- pretty liberal lefties on this, but the, uh, the disgraceful behavior of, of some MPs, to be honest, and their responses was absolutely just shit. like people like Pretty Patel, who was calling it virtual virtue signaling, uh, you know, b- two weeks before the, the Euro is kicked off. And then they have the audacity to, Congratulate! Oh, that's so amazing we've made the final. And Tyron mm-hmm. Mings just called her out and said, "You know what? Like, you don't have, you don't, don't come at us with this." Like,
0: <laughs> I might do it. All a mural of pretty Patel actually, and then just vandalise it. <laughs> time, <maybe.
1: laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd travel. To- I'll I'd piss try. all over it when I come to the stag do, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't mind travelling two hundred miles to do that. <laughs> shall I do it? shall I sort it out? Mm. Yeah. Sort it out and then, then then get us all vandalising it, yeah. Yeah, it
2: would be interesting to see how long it lasts <laughs> um yeah I mean you can't ever wonder if England players have already preferred the fans to stay away after all this oh no Covid's yeah. over they're coming back in the stadium oh shit yeah anyway I mean it doesn't get better if I'm talking about Newcastle it's going to get even more depressing
1: <laughs> well before we before we let you rip on that mate uh another little breaking news 27 minutes ago uh oh. Madison is apparently wants a move to Arsenal. Yes, James, you did hear right. Wants a move to Arsenal. So um, it, well, it says Madison is understood to be open to the idea of joining Arsenal. So we in, a, in a, a cash plus player deals, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, Baker, come on, mate.
0: That's pretty, uh, no, that's pretty non-committal language though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I suppose it is. I also think, like, might be a hot take, but I think Madison's fucking overrated. I think he's got a real ego about him. I think. And he's overrated as a footballer. He's a fucking bargain bin, Grealish, mate. That's what he is.
1: Oh, mate. He missed the shout that is.
0: He was just
2: too much the fuck boy quota in the uh, in the England team would have been yeah, nice it was. It Too
0: high.
2: Would have, it would have been too high if he was there as well. Yeah. <laughs> he could have gotten
0: somewhere. Fuck that guy. Goon of scum.
1: I'll have him if anyone wants him. <laughs> well, no one wants then, you, mate. That's the no. mate, as <laughs> as we go on, that's where we need to uh, come up to you, my mate, in the northeast. What uh, what's what's been happening? Any movement? Any yeah, fucking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we beat Burton and Arby in and a friendly. That's what. Oh,
0: wicked, mate!
2: Right, sign so, so of a good season. That um... who, who scored, mate? Who was playing? I don't know. Actually, I, don't, I actually don't know. Hmm.
0: You I saw a, have you got a summer dummy update for us?
1: Well, that's mate. You've just jumped in. I was going to say the dummy update. But have that's we got so any? Like you know, has he been posting about his Nike sponsorship or anything like that? Or
2: I mean, you Nike athlete pulled up. it. Anyway, he'll, he'll sell shoes for you, won't he? <laughs> um, well, I always get really when the season's happening. I'm like a Newcastle's fucking just stumbling along, somehow staring up. I was like, I crave summer because it's over. And as soon as summer hits, on the football to start again
1: because then at least... The, transfer the punishment, mate, really, is what you're saying. You like being being punished, don't you, mate? That's what it is. Just a masochist, isn't it? You're
2: <laughs> just a cook, aren't you? A little cook. <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty That's much. You are. Beat a, beat a male up here. Yeah, me. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I think we... We're... Brucey, is Brucey the Don? Fucking Can you imagine? <laughs> not enough, not enough, leather,
2: not enough leather in the world for that, is it? <laughs> I think he, the players we have been linked with, are like universally, massively un- un- uninspiring. And what's worse than being linked with uninspiring players is not signing the uninspiring players. <laughs> <laughs> so you get li- you get linked with Axel Twanzebe, who might be good. I haven't seen enough of him really he looked looked decent in the championship which is useful because that's where we're going (laughs) and the link happens and then it sort of like floats around for a bit and then it just dies and like Joe Willock Joe Willock probably wants to come back he he won't play he won't play with Arsenal again he probably wants to come back you know good just it seems easy to do that deal right absolutely easy to do it fucking won't do it it won't happen And we'll get and because Mike Ashley never he's reactive, he's never proactive ever. So if we're if we're in like imminent danger, if we don't sign anyone in the summer and we're in the relegation zone in January, he will buy people. Yeah, and then we'll stabilise, maybe stay up, and then the whole thing will happen again. The cycle guarantee me. It's it's just the cycle,
0: isn't it? Time is a flat circle. It is.
2: It It will keep on going until I die, and then at least I won't have to watch Newcastle anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, and there we go. The <laughs> darkness that we always thought was in Baker and it's come out on on the summer special, you know, the pre-season summer special mate. Um I am just going to throw in uh Man United have made a couple of half decent signings and I don't really approve of Ollie getting a new contract, but you know like Oh, hey. what's that? All's not well in the United House. What's going mm-hmm. on there? You not you don't approve. Wow. No. Well, I thought no you loved nothing. him. He's done nothing. <laughs> like don't get me wrong. He's made he's made two decent signings, Sancho and v- well, Varane's not even over the line yet. So we'll wait. Like, but
0: it, mate, empires still... empires have been built and have fallen in the time it's taking to sign Sancho, mate.
2: I know, mate. Exactly. You've never sounded more like Andy Tate than you just did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mate, he's done nothing. He's done nothing. He's done nothing. Like, don't give me this. Like, I was waiting for them to, if you know what, if you win something at the end of the season, I will retract all of this. I agree that even if it's the FA Cup, I agree that we should have signed him. But he's got to what, three semi finals and a final, and he's not won anything yet. Potch was, you know, I hate to quote Simon Jordan, but, you know, it's, um, he's a a bridesmaid, not a bride at the moment. Like he is, like he hasn't won anything. It's not, personally, I would not have given him another contract. And I'd have waited to see what the situation was with Potch. And if he didn't win anything at PSG next season, I would have been fully in for that, but...
2: But that, that sounds like you're swapping a manager who doesn't win trophies for a manager who doesn't win trophies
1: yeah, I know. yeah that's true. also also, I'm swapping a manager that has no tactical like what is his tactics mate he's been there two a season no two and a half seasons now I still don't know what his tactics are I don't yeah that's true we've we been waiting for Sancho to sign for
2: so fucking long if he doesn't radically change
1: oh, but, like, but is is one player going to change like hit the whole manager's perspective like I still in reality, Oli is a is a counter-attacking manager and I, for Man United, that isn't how you should play From me personally, but...
0: Just, uh, just on Poch, though, I think the fucking signings they've made this summer, if he doesn't have a deep Champions exactly, League run, mate. he's out of the job, man. He's got to be.
1: The signings they have made are fucking madness. What is it? Donnarumma, Wijnaldum, <laughs> Hakimi? Yeah. Ramos.
0: Ramos, yeah.
2: Oh, mate, there's never been... That's like yeah. a fucking... That's a
1: perfect storm of
2: hatred, that. Ramos playing for PSG. For-
1: I know, Baker, great. your hatred oh, level for that is yeah. just unbelievable, isn't it? Through, through the roof, mate, <laughs> <Honestly. laughs> it's,
0: good, it's good business on their behalf, though. Like, yeah. rumor was free, Wijnaldum was Although, free, Ramos free, wasn't I,
1: I hate to say it, the room that's, that's snaky, that is, man. That's
0: mm-hmm. sneaky for me.
1: Like, mate, don't run your contract all the way down when, uh, for me, I wouldn't have... Uh, I don't know the ins and outs, and obviously... It is what it is with, with Milan and him. But when the clubs brought you up and brought you into the, you know, the first yeah. team, like to snake them like that, you could have got at least 40, 50, 60 million for a player. And that's minimum, isn't it? With a year Hold, on. Hold on,
2: start of this podcast, Daniel Broom. you said, I always side with the player in these situations. No,
1: I agree. I agree. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I should have, maybe I should have. But I, that is a bit snaky. you got I, to admit that is a bit snaky. His agent's fucking riola isn't it? Oh, shit, is it? So why? Oh, okay, right. I don't, I don't sign with, I don't side with any Riola player. Fuck that guy.
2: I mean, he's got enough, he probably got enough to buy another fucking island from the contract. Yeah. Okay, right. Well, I side with, go on. You wait until Erling Haaland moves. You wait. I think apparently there, there, apparently there were talks between Dortmund, I think it was Chelsea, and he was, and Riola wanted like 30%. Of, this, of the deal himself
1: fucking hell 3-0 mate 3-0 what a fucking racket
2: football agent thing is Jesus I know right
1: well,
0: I'd when... rather have Raiola than Charlie Kane though if Pog <laughs> if Pog United he'll get
1: something ridiculous Nate well I don't even want to talk about that but I hope that that whopper does leave to be honest <laughs> Done with him, that whopper. Right. Are you got any more points written down, Daniel? Because we're meandering now. I've got absolutely nothing, mate. I've just seen. Why you were punching your head, though, mate? <laughs> I was literally punching my head. Yeah. 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 The and also apparently that uh, that Werner goal was actually onside. Wow. Well, was it? Well, that's what that's what Sky Sports said before. Only went then to the linesman. his celebration. Look at that replay. He's comfortably onside. Where's VAR when you need it? It's so a friendly. Well,
2: speaking of, speaking of, uh, one last one, well, one last point before we can make some. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Can go make on. Some horrendously wild, wild predictions. If you want, um, VARs. But apparently they've changed. They've changed them. They at four, yeah, four yeah. points. It's like it's going to give benefit to the attacker for margin offsides sides now, isn't it? Mm. And something about. So basically, the, the basic underlying principle of it is they're going to try and fucking do what the Euros did with it which is not use it very often unless they had to
0: I think that worked really well though to be honest like yeah. I think it was great in the Euros
2: it's amazing how it yeah.
0: took, took us
2: it's taken us what two seasons to work out how to use it
1: yeah <laughs> also just that the, re- the level of refereeing's got to go up there it, 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 if you're not going to use it as much the referees need to have more bottle and say no. That's what I saw. Like the the ref in the the, the Portugal Italy uh, no Spain Italy game in the semi final. The, the the Polish lad, who, I can't remember what his name was. Like he he didn't use it on several occasions, which he could have. It was hard challenges between the players. Like I think the if they're saying that, then they need to just say right, okay, we're not using it. If it's a marginal decision, then we just go with our gut instinct, right?
2: Yeah, I suppose but I think not having completely full stadiums would
1: probably help with that. Yeah.
2: Probably help with the pressurizing. I mean, actually to be fair, I don't I don't know what the status is with how many people have been let back in.
0: Oh well I'm going to watch Tottenham on Sunday and it's full, I think. Is it all full? Friendly, right? Yeah, Arsenal. Friendly. <laughs> what are these? What that else? is not that a friendly. Well no, we've got so it's it's part of the mind series, which is all for charity. So we're playing Chelsea and Arsenal in like a London tournament. It's oh, quite cool? Because they yeah. can't
2: because of COVID, Do you can't do the crazy like Singapore tours, can you? So this is this yeah, is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is why like Premier Leagues are playing each other. Premier League teams are playing each other. Like Newcastle are playing Norwich, I think. Yeah.
0: Like, so yeah, you just you gotta go and you've got to show your uh Covid pass Proves that you've had Two vaccinations And then That's it You're good
2: Are you um? Are you going to bring An effigy of cane To burn Jim
0: <laughs> Yeah Fucking hell
2: Or a shirt Maybe Do a shirt
0: Where are you
2: Where are you <laughs> You can do that Soul Campbell thing They do Just call him Judas From
1: now on Sorry. <laughs> Well he's not Going Arsenal mate Fucking hell He's not doing The ultimate yeah. is he um, oh dear as, as Jimbo said and he's, he's getting quite into the game so I think we're, we are meandering a little bit so um, this, uh, are we happy are we going to leave it there boys yeah boys Jimbo's, Jimbo's got his nice wrap up already pre-selected so we'll, uh, we'll wait for the episode to drop
0: <laughs> you've been listening to The Away End you can follow us on
2: Instagram and Twitter at The Away and Pod And if you've enjoyed the episode, drop us a few quid and check the link in the episode description.
1: Just tell your mates about this pod because that's the only way we're actually going to get anywhere with this. So please, please do, guys. Thanks very much. Have a good one.